another episode of below the dot podcast where we recap and discuss a new episode of degrassi the next generation every throwback thursday from the degrassi black hole i am your co-host terry mcgregor i am your other host chris sharp and today we are recapping season four episode three titled king of pain but before we get into our usual trivia for terry we're going to take a brief moment to address or give a trigger warning as today's episode covers sensitive topics Take it away, Chris. Yeah, I just wanted to throw in a quick trigger warning um, so that you all can be aware, so that you can take care that there's some homophobia that lies ahead. That's all. I've said this before, but y'all don't know that because our recording platform, Zencaster, is garbage. So <laughs> Yeah, we've been trying to record for like the last half hour, and uh, we'll see how far we get with this one. So, <laughs> Yep, so there we go. Um, I do have some trivia just real quick. I said on the first recording that, which nobody heard, so only Terry <laughs> knows. I haven't checked our email, so we often say, like, email us, and then I don't check it. So to those people who emailed us, it's two people, December 29th, and another one came through on in January. I just saw it. So I'm going to try to record, add them to this episode. Sorry, we're really on Struggle Street here. But sorry. And I'm going to try to do better. First things first, let me introduce myself. My name is Maverick and I've been a fan, a legit fan of Degrassi since 2004. That's 2004. My favorite character is Jimmy Brooks. And it's not just because he's portrayed by Drake. Because he's one of the only few black characters that Degrassi got right. You know what I'm saying? One of the only few black characters that they did right. You know what I'm saying? Everything from his resilience after he got shot. His basketball IQ. And, you know, his overall demeanor, you know, he's like, he's literally trying to figure his way through life. You know what I'm saying? And as a fellow brother, I can relate to that. The character I despise the most is Peter Stone. He just does fuck ass shit because he knows he can get away with it because of who he knows. You know what I'm saying? His father is like a big time rich guy and his mom is the principal of school. He just does shit just just because. You know what I'm saying? Can't stand that motherfucker. And then um, my favorite moment of the show is when uh, Jimmy schools uh, Derek by uh, shooting baskets in a row while, while still confined to a wheelchair after Derek made fun of him to his to his uh, to his teammates about him being an assistant coach. <laughs> Least favorite moment of the show. You probably expect me for to say when Jimmy got shot, but nah, like everyone else, it was JT's death. In fact, I'm on season six right now on Tubi, and I'm like three or four episodes away from that very moment. And I just had to prepare myself to get heart wrenched again. And um, well, here's some lovely Degrassi ladies I'd date. I would date Darcy. Darcy's at the top of my list. You know what I'm saying? Because she's uber religious, and like me, she's trying to figure things out. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, she has an amazing smile. You know what I'm saying? Um, Ellie. I like Ellie because of how calm and how non-judgmental and you know she has like wonderful friendship qualities, you know what I'm saying? And you know, she's shown herself to be a good girlfriend. She just is either is unrequited love or she gets dragged through the mud through often. You know what I'm saying? She's kind of a uber hopeless romantic in a way. 
than uh, Liberty, probably because uh, number one, she's black like me. Number two, you know, she's very, very intelligent. I like, I like a lady who's intelligent. Manny, obvious reason. I mean, who didn't have a crush on Manny? Who didn't? You know what I'm saying? Manny's the kind of girl that you can have a good time with. Plus, her smile, her dimples, just her whole vibe just, just screams chill to me, you know? And then Terry, because she does not get enough love. I love Terry. You know what I'm saying? Terry was bae. Fuck you, Rick. Um, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. We're going to edit that out. <laughs> and my favorite adult character, Joey Jeremiah. You know, know, know why? Took up for Craig after he was getting abused by daddy. And, um, you know, he's shown to be a great father. And, you know, and I could tell, you know, through um, looking at pictures and from the lore that I could envision the relationship between him and Craig's and Craig and Angela's mom. You know, I could picture him being a great husband toward her, considering that they stuck together up until her passing. So, yeah, that's my whole uh, Degrassi fandom tag, if you want to call this video that. And I'll see you on the podcast. So yeah, still email I us. <laughs> absolutely still email us and i think by the end of this week on our instagram page i'll post an alternative way for people to reach out with stories and stuff like that that'll be easier than the email so stay tuned and thanks for sending those in hopefully when we get it together we get more <laughs> mm-hmm. so for my trivia i have two questions this week what kind of store does marco's mother work at does she work at a pharmacy very good it's a pharmacy or convenience store yeah, it looked like a Walgreens, honestly, but you know, I probably don't have that in Canada. Yes, I don't know what kind of what the name of the store was, but yes. Um, my second question: How much were students allowed to spend on their campaign? <sighs> was it two fifty? Forty dollars. Oh my goodness! I <laughs> so congrats on your fifty percent today. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Look, these dogs won't let us be great. I thought you froze again. So I'm no. glad that you're not gone. <laughs> no, I'm still here trying to get her to shut up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why I bother at this point. You know. <laughs> the Lord doesn't want us to be great today. And I don't know what we did. But I just don't understand what it is. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't even have tidbits for today, so we can get right into the episode since that's what at God wants us to do and get it over with. Um, We're we've been recording for like what four minutes. Let's go ahead and wrap this shit up then. Yeah, so, let's get into start, it. To start us off, plot B: <laughs> Emma the Menace is back on our screens, and we're gonna see why we wish that she weren't. Emma runs into Chris, and he suggests that maybe they should go for a shake sometime, and Emma blows him off. Seeing an open door and seeking another black, black, Degrassi romance, black slash black, so black on black, whatever. Liberty sets her sights on Chris. She tells Chris that they can go to the record store sometime together so he can teach her about music. Chris is all in and he tells her, it's a date. Hmm. I want to look up this actor who plays him. Sorry, completely random. I definitely said that we were going to go quick and here I am over here. Daniel Keith Morrison. I'm going to go look this man up. Wait a minute. Okay, yes, this definitely is him. I just wanted to know where he was from. In case anyone was wondering. 
I do remember looking him up. Like I knew that I, name. They there isn't a lot of information. Like I mean, can the man get a Wikipedia page? Dang, it's probably like Degrassi, and that's it. Or wasn't he in something else? It looks like he has been in some other things. Daniel Keith Morrison, aka Keith the God. What is this with Canadians? I'm screaming. Oh my God, give it a rest. Another man named Daniel Keith Morrison, white, was 59 years old when he lost his battle with pancreatic cancer on July 8th, 2022. I have no idea where the black one is from, though. Anyway, (laughs) not going to waste time figuring that out right now. Liberty is doodling Chris's name in math. That escalated. And Manny (laughs) takes notice. She shows Emma Liberty's notebook to stir things up. Manny asks Emma, how do you feel about them being together? And Emma is not pleased. Hating ass bitch. Very hater. (sighs) Emma takes it upon herself to invite Chris on a date to prevent him from going out with Liberty. Chris agreed to go out with Liberty and presumably cancels his plans with Liberty. Manny's super excited about their date, but Emma admits that she doesn't want to get back with Chris. She just doesn't want him to get together with Liberty. And honestly, I could get behind Emma being jealous that mm-hmm. I can see, but it's not even that. You're embarrassed? You wouldn't be? What are people going to think of me if Chris goes out with Liberty next? I love how Manny calls Emma out and tells her flat out that that is the meanest thing she's ever heard Emma say. And that's really saying something. So I got a question. If you were Manny, would you have told Liberty what Emma said about her? This is my issue with Manny this episode. I feel like... She was trying to play too many sides. So I don't know. I get where Manny's coming from. She's like, wow, that's mean. But also the whole reason Emma knows anything about Chris and Liberty is because Manny was stirring the pot. So I think if I would have initiated all that, I wouldn't have bothered to tell Liberty. But yeah, because like Manny's playing both sides. So it's hard to tell who she really cares about in this situation. Emma shouldn't be mean, but I get why Manny did it, right? Because she knows that Emma's about to go be in her face. Like, nothing was wrong. And, like, she wasn't just talking crap about her. So, I wouldn't have played both sides. But I, if I didn't initiate that, I would be the one to tell Liberty not to talk to Emma because she's a hating asshole. Mm, That's valid. Emma, or Manny is playing a lot of sides in this. So, you're right on that one. Right? It's like, you're really wishy-washy with that. Like, what, you stirred this whole pot and now you're going back to liberty ultimately but the reason that emma knows is because you told her and it's just like also manny also said something about how liberty goes after what she wants that's literally what she did with craig and ashley like she was talking about liberty as if it was bad and craig had a girl right crystal's single so i don't like the the wishy-washiness of it like she should have just told liberty but she also shouldn't have an shouldn't have instigated the whole situation because Liberty's mm-hmm. not a bad person for going after someone who's also newly single. She would probably maybe be considered a bad person if Emma was her friend, but Emma's not her friend. See, but that's where I got confused. I feel like Emma is her friend. That's why like, and they don't really hang out with Emma or Liberty like that. So it was, I didn't realize it, but I think that they're supposed to be friends. So that is kind of screwed up. It, yeah, it honestly, everyone has an issue here. <laughs> like, a lot of people are wrong in this situation. That's why it's weird. That's so true. That is why it's weird. I always just picture Liberty and Emma not being that close after she already had to come at her 
over her dyscalculia and all that stuff in the bathroom. Like she will always tell Emma about herself. Right. But I think that like the, the three of them are supposed to be a trio because later, or maybe it's next season. No, I think it's later this season. Whatever. Anyway, Manny is basically trying to get Liberty to forgive Emma and like invite her mm. over. So I think they're supposed to be friends, even though we truly never really see it. Yeah. Yeah. So in that case, I mean, that's a little fucked up, right? Because it's like, you can't just date someone like your friend's ex right, o- right away in general, honestly. But right away is even worse. At but- the same time, Emma wasn't mad that she was going for her ex. She was just mad because she don't like, she don't think because Liberty. Because it's Liberty. So... Yeah. Whether or not it's fucked up what Liberty did, it's definitely fucked up why Emma doesn't want Liberty going. Emma would have been in the right if she were jealous or she would have been in the right wrong. Or she would have been in the right wrong if she were mad at somebody going after her (laughs) her ex. But she just in the wrong wrong because she talking shit about Liberty and like that's supposed to be your friend. And that's supposed to be her friend. That's what it circles back to. Yeah. And we also don't know why Emma and Chris ever broke up. So. Yeah. Did she say? No, they never specify. And then she was literally shunning Chris in the beginning. Like, yeah, like I probably won't go on another date with you because that'd be weird. So it just makes it seem like they grew apart. Someone did something, but now you're suddenly so into him. And also I feel like Christian, no, Emma, she's real wishy-washy like that too because she was all in his face that night at the rave. And that was also like, you have a girlfriend. Girl, bye. So somewhere on the Degrassi wiki, they actually say... Because do they date again? Because then this will probably be their first breakup. Yeah. Okay. So it's in the trivia. It says it is never stated why they broke up, but they split Mm. between seasons three and four. So it's not even something that would have been in a deleted scene or anything. They just were together and then they (laughs) weren't. And then she didn't want him getting with Liberty. Yeah. Sounds like a Degrassi plot B for sure. They put them on the back burner, but everyone's wrong in this situation. (laughs) There was truly nothing like a value between their relationship because also in their the trivia for them, they both disliked Jay Hogarth, but Emma eventually became friends with him. AKA <laughs> Emma eventually sucked his dick. Right. Well, Cause why is that in here? <laughs> they literally never needed to date. I'm so over it. They should have just let him and Liberty date, but whatever. Right. Anyway, so Manny tells Liberty, and Liberty finds Emma and tells Emma, you can kick rocks. It's easy for me letting you go straight to hell. Love to see it. Unfortunately, losing all her friends this season is going to cause Emma to spiral, but we will get there when we get there. That is the end of this storyline, and we're moving on to plot A. Marco's at his mom's job to take pictures for his presidential campaign when Dylan jumps in to kiss Marco for a photo. Risking Marco's mom seeing the picture and finding out that, surprise, he's gay. Dylan gets upset with Marco that he didn't claim him, which Dylan absolutely deserves to be with a partner who is out. But from my understanding of a person who is an ally or supporter of whatever we're calling ourselves now, but not within the community, Dylan doesn't get to pressure Marco into being that for him. So deserves it, doesn't, mm-hmm. should not pressure someone to be that for him. Both yeah. things can I- be true. Right. I had the same idea, right, of like, hmm, they clearly haven't set boundaries around the fact that Marco isn't out yet to his family. And I feel like that probably shows maybe how young they are and they're like still figuring out their relationship. But you hit the nail on the head because I had that thought, too. Like I have seen or like watched other shows, too, where they make that a point where it's like someone just won't date someone that's not out yet because they have already come out and they're already accepted. So they don't want to like feel like they're closeted. 
right. again as well or like they're anybody's secret but to be fair that photo probably wasn't i like marco's ideal way of coming out like why would he just show that photo to his mom and then that would be it you know what i mean right and i feel like when we see this i can imagine not understanding the complexities of it and i have heard a lot i mean i still encounter people today who are like why can't they just tell their family if they're not embarrassed Mm -hmm. and it's like that's just not how it works it's not um, and I don't feel like you really understand the complexity of that when you see this episode. Mm-hmm. You really kind of see it from like Dylan maybe being in the right, especially with how the episode ends up going. Yeah. But I don't know. Could be wrong. Maybe someone else got a different interpretation. We also always knew Dylan as someone that was just out. We never saw his coming out journey. So we don't right. know what that even looked like. And. Well, we do hear about it through Paige, though, who says, I want to say in season two with Dr. Sally, when Marco was considering his Mm -hmm. identity earlier on, she says, my brother Dylan says he's always known. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, I mean, who knows? But yeah, we don't really get to see it. Yeah. We've always just accepted him. So yes, the next day at school, Marco tells Paige that he has called her and she basically says, yeah, I saw, but I am not getting in the middle of you and my brother. Then she changes the subject to say that she needs a job, presumably to help pay for Spinner's car. It sounds like Dylan Mm -hmm. is blowing off Marco and maybe Spinner is blowing off Paige too. Anyway, while they walk and talk, Paige literally runs into Alex, who is Jay's girlfriend, and they go back and forth for a bit. They clearly do not like each other, not really sure why, but this little spat inspires Alex, unfortunately for Marco. Alex finds Marco later, first addressing him as, hey gay kid, which he admits, "Mm, don't call me that. And then she inquires about the election. Marco blows off Alex only to find out from Mr. Simpson that she's running for president. The grade 11 gang is scared, as they should be. Craig claims, (laughs) agrees to donate money, and Paige tells Marco, well actually they all kind of say that they're going to chip in. You need cash or whatever? I'm here. We'll hang posters. Hand out flyers? Whatever it takes to help. Because, of course, you got to include every single time they say whatever it takes on the show. (laughs) Marco pretends not to care because he thinks he's above Alex. He then calls Dylan to try and talk about his election problems, but Dylan is not interested. He tells Marco, I don't want to have this relationship anymore, and he breaks up with him. So... I mean, for what it's worth, you know, he's uncomfortable and he made the Mm -hmm. move that he felt comfortable with. Yeah, of course you feel bad for Marco, but I don't know. I'm not mad at Dylan for breaking up with him either, for knowing what he wants and instead of fighting, moving on. Yeah, absolutely. And instead of being like giving him the ultimatum of come out to your family or we're not together anymore, it's just like, I'm just going to leave because that's what makes the most sense right now. Right. So Marco goes home and his dad tells him that he's very excited about Marco's presidential campaign. He even made posters. Very supportive. Marco's mom finds Marco in his room crying, which due to terrible acting, I didn't originally recognize that that was what was happening. Me either. I thought it was a completely different scene that this happens. Yes. And so she presses Marco on his tears. Who knew that they were there? And Marco opens up about him having relationship problems. And she's like, oh, I didn't know you had a girlfriend. And he's like, I don't. Which makes sense because he doesn't have either right now. That's true. I I read this as like, I don't have anyone. But she was like, oh, so it was Dylan. 
You cannot hide from your mama. Look, Marco coming out to his mom or her being the first one in his family to know makes sense because she probably already know. Moms always know things before we do or before Mm -hmm. we think we do. (laughs) And which one of your friends is trifling? They know. Oh, absolutely. So, because for some reason, and tell me if this is a deleted scene that you remember or something. I remembered her finding the photo of them or like there being a second copy from the store. That's got it. Oh, you know what? That had to have been a deleted scene. Because, yeah. Right? I vaguely remember seeing something of the sort. I'm like, did I make this up? I just feel like she was like, I know it was him because the photo, blah, blah, blah. But then he's literally in this scene. That doesn't happen. I was like, did I make that up? Mm-hmm. So Marco tries to lie and say he isn't gay, but then he starts crying and he admits that he is. And she cries too and nods because she knew. Marco, which honestly makes sense. They ran into them at the movies. Like, mm-hmm. like. They weren't hiding. Marcos tells Paige that he told his mom about being gay and she hopes that, or he hopes that his mother will still love him. They see Alex tearing down Marcos' poster, so this causes a confrontation. The most they could spend on their campaign was $40, and so Marco had an unfair advantage. We should really apply this measure to overall politics, though. Yeah. There needs to be a cap, because... Some of y'all are all up in my face because you have all the money for ads and others of you guys are super quiet because you ain't got none. Right. And y'all that know. just seems ridiculous. <laughs> Anybody else that's running is very biased because they just got the money to push all the ads. That makes sense. Yep. So where are we? All of Alex's hatred of Marco for being gay is very interesting with her character development, but I digress. Anyway, Alex tells Marco that she is going to ask the crowd tomorrow whether or not they want to vote for the freak, which is her, or the gay kid, which is Marco, in case you didn't know. This is risky because it means that Alex is going to out Marco in front of his dad. Obviously worried, Marco later, he talks to his mom and he's trying to figure out what he can do. Is he going to drop out? Whatever. And his mom is worried and her heart is broken because she doesn't like her son being bullied for being gay. Marco tells his dad, I'm dropping out. Because it's going to be too hard. But his dad tells him, no, you're not. So there was that. <laughs> Marco tries to level with Alex the next day and tell her that, that the low blow of calling him gay in front of the entire school is unnecessary. She can win on her own merit alone. So she doesn't need to go out that way. And Alex apparently heard Marco because she leaves that line out of her speech, instead referring to him as the pretty boy. But Jay takes it upon himself to call Marco out during Marco's speech. Marco owns it, and he uses the outburst to drive the remainder of his speech, and he promises to bring the freaks in together at Degrassi once and for all. I just want to say that I think my interpretation of the word queer, like, I understand that what it's used for, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've always, like, when I saw this, I think I have more of a literal interpretation, as sometimes happens when you're, like, younger, smaller brain, less context. So I didn't realize that, like, he directly called him out. <laughs> Yeah, like literally out it. Of course I did as an adult, but I'm just saying I don't think I realized it during my first watch. Yeah. Anyway, Marco ends up winning the election and he chooses Alex as his vice president to honor his promise. I don't know why he picked Alex because at this point she really sucks. But meanwhile, Dylan came to the assembly, which is interesting to me because doesn't he have things to do at school? Why are they just able to walk in? This is... This is the problem with Degrassi. Why are people just able to walk in and do these assemblies? No visitor pass, no nothing. All the time. And so 
they make up and they get back together and our episode ended look at us wrapping up in 21 minutes any moral um i honestly let's see what i wrote because i literally couldn't find one that connected both of them i just had the overall moral for marco i guess is just to do things on your own terms so not to be pressured by anybody else um i guess this could apply to him also not dropping out of the race because he ended up coming out to his mom so that worked out in his favor but yeah i think just doing anything that is as big as like a life change or of coming out like do it on your own terms and as for liberty and them i don't know they all were wrong (laughs) Yeah, I guess if we're going to tie the two plots together, you could throw something in here about just being kinder to people because Emma was pretty nasty with how she handled Liberty and Paige was mean to Alex. Like she like they like Alex is pretty vile as well, Mm -hmm. but some of the things Paige just said to Alex were just very unkind and that led to her kind of pushing back and then retaliating. And had Paige been less of a bitch, would Alex have ran against Marco? This whole ordeal may not have happened. Right. He does call that out, too, at some point. He said that he was sorry that Paige was being mean to her. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, also, if you know, you know. If you don't, you'll find out. But it's just funny that we see them cross paths. Like, we start to see them cross paths a lot more now. And, like, we're also getting to learn more about Alex because, like, we always, again, to me, when they would show Alex, anything she's doing seems unwarranted sometimes or, like, misdirected, mm-hmm. right? This was with Paige, but she runs against Marco. And then what else does she do? Oh, her like beef with Emma. Like, I don't even know. Emma's just annoying. I get that. But like that seemed very unwarranted, but they fought. So I feel like I don't know much about her, but like her giving a little bit of speech of the fact that she feels like an outcast and she feels like maybe she is less fortunate than other students that go there. She can't do everything that others do. Like that is, we're literally learning more about her character there. Cause like I would Mm -hmm. just assume that she doesn't care, but I mean, if you're going to petty or spitefully run, you care about something. And if you're going to mention the fact that you feel like an outcast, you have feelings and you're not just this like bitch that you're portrayed yeah. to be. But she is so mean. Like she's been mean she to Ellie. She's been mean. She's mean to everyone. That's and what I'm I saying. We, it's just always something. Yeah. I guess we do learn a little bit about like her home life eventually. I don't think we've learned it yet. Mm-hmm. And that things are not great for her at home. But like she's such a bitch. She is. And, and I, I get why she's mean to Paige because Paige is mean to her. I get why she's mean to the popular kids. But Emma's not popular. So right. <laughs> why are we worried about her? Why are we not like she's not even in your grade. Leave her alone. Yeah, I guess I don't have a memory of like learning about her family yet. So that would make sense why she's missed. Why her anger is being directed at people at school then probably. Yeah. <laughs> She says something casual when Rick comes back to Degrassi. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Interesting. So anything else you want to add? No. I think that's all I have today. Speaking of, after being gone for five months, Rick returns to Degrassi and Emma teams up with the juniors to try to push Rick out of Degrassi. Meanwhile, after accidentally spying on Manny's ex-boyfriend Craig naked in the locker room, JT is worried that he won't, quote unquote, measure up. That wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot Podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok under some derivative of the username Below the Dot. Feel free to reach out to us with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts that I absolutely deleted from my phone 
or email us. I promise I'll check it at whatever it takes 385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back on your airways this time next week. Hi, my name is Nicole, longtime listener, first time caller. And the lesson that Degrassi taught me was with Terry and Rick's storyline, I learned that at the first sign of a red flag, you should run. And most men are red flags, so you should run from them. What's going on? What are we doing about it? Talking about the way.